This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Seeger on deck. Bench with a fly ball to right. And it drops in for a base hit. It's going to roll to the wall. Taylor scores. Bench is at second base. The Dodgers with four in the eighth. Now lead the Braves six to five. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Wednesday morning. Reacting and looking ahead here, Major League Baseball, you heard the call there, Charlie Steiner, the Bellinger home run. Dodgers come back to win. They are now minus 114 to win the NLCS to get back to a World Series. Let's talk some baseball here with Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports. As he's joining us on the Roman guest line. Kenny, the Dodgers yesterday, they come back. It feels like we've seen this story so many times. So many times with the Dodgers. Um, Your Dodgers, you, Kenny. Your Dodgers. That's right. The team you <laughs> believed in the whole time. Kenny, uh, do you now believe this the Dodgers series? Yeah, I, I never, I never wavered on my take there. I thought the Dodgers coming in were really strong. I thought that the uh, Max Muncie injury really helped them. Actually, uh, no, I, I think here is the thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it, we sh- we probably should should have seen Cody Bellinger coming given his postseason track record. But throughout the entire regular season, this guy couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, and that has really created a new level of, um, I, I guess power in this Dodgers offense. And I think that, you know, they've, they've shown the ability to, to have timely hits, but it seemed to come from the same two guys, Chris Taylor and Cody Ballinger. Um, look, I, I think when you look at the, the Braves offense, um, they're, they're hitting the ball pretty well right now. And I think that that's a scary sight for the, the Los Angeles Dodgers. When you look at the way that the game two unfolded with Julio Urias giving up all those runs, um, you know, what is he going to look like in game four now with his confidence potentially shaken? I, I thought that I was I was pretty uh, appalled at the job that this Braves bullpen did, considering the fact that this was the best bullpen in ba- in the postseason so far. So that's certainly something that that is of concern. But look, I know that home field advantage you know hasn't really uh, home field advantage hasn't gone away for the Braves, and they could with a win here in Game Four pretty much uh, put the series on ice. I mean, you know, you're looking at a three-one series lead. So the fact that you know, the liabilities of putting the Dodgers as the favorites here at minus 114 is kind of crazy. But, look, I, I just don't know if this team is is deserving of being such an overwhelming favorite game in and game out. I mean, plus 180 here, uh, you know, to, to win today. It, it's just kind of outrageous to think about when, you know, this team really hasn't unlocked its best offensive night. I mean, but was last night their best offensive night? Six runs, three of which coming on a home run off of Luke Jackson, who's probably their worst bullpen arm in uh, in Atlanta. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if much has really changed for me. 
Yeah, uh, well, I, let's get some of your thoughts on the first things that I think about. I, I think you're right. I mean, I see some places posting Dodgers minus 210. Like, hold on. Uh, Urias pitched out of the bullpen, and he was touched up on Sunday night. So how long is he going to be out there? Is that the handicap? Because it's uh, Urias on one side and to be determined on the other that now this Dodgers lineup is back to what they were doing all regular season. I'm not uh, completely sold on that. And then the Dodgers used nine pitchers yesterday. So should we be taking a look at this total of eight, uh, maybe playing over there? And and I'm looking at the strikeouts prop right now, Kenny. You can find Urias at five and a half. Should we look at under there or maybe outs recorded under? I mean, I, I certainly am I'm, I'm mildly interested in that. I've learned the one thing that I actually, I'm not joking this time, have never wavered on is that Julio Urias is a very good pitcher. I think he is the most trustworthy pitcher with the Los Angeles Dodgers right now. Um, you know, I, I think that Scherzer is certainly there. I mean, he, he looked weird in the wild card game. He had two bad starts down the stretch, so I had, I had mild concern. But, I mean, Julio Urias has, has been rock solid, and he is potentially a pitching genius. I mean, I just I, I, I find it hard to ever fade this guy. But that said, I mean, look at what happened, as I mentioned, in game two when they threw this guy out. Um, you know, it was he was ambushed on the first pitch, and it was it, it was a tough scene for him. And I just don't know where his confidence level is going to be. But yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the way that the Dodgers might look to roll, I, I don't know if I love the under on him because I really do think they're counting on him for five or six innings, and Dave Roberts might have a longer leash with him given the fact that the Dodgers used so many relievers last night. And to your point about the bullpens, I think that that's really what this series boils down to for me. And really what every series has boiled down to for me, when I look at the Red Sox and Astros with the Astros' terrible bullpen, like that's a big deal in October because we know, learning from the last five years of watching this, that managers are going shorter and shorter with the leashes on starting pitchers. It really, it rarely makes an impact uh, to have a, a good starting pitcher because they're just not going to go deep in, in games. I mean, it's, it's very rare that we see that in the postseason. So uh, it's all, to me, about how are these bullpens going to play. And look, the, the Braves didn't pitch Will Smith last night, and I think that that was obviously a big factor in them losing the game. But they'll uh, seemingly or, or, you know, have Will Smith tonight. Uh, Tyler Matzek's worked a lot, and that could certainly be a situation where they don't want to use him. Uh, they do have the day of rest coming up. But, I, again, I don't know – I don't know if this Dodgers bullpen is, is going to have the stamina here to withstand the long games. So that's why I think that Urias does go deep. But it, it also you know, creates a, a matchup here where you know, the, the Braves on paper had the better bullpen, at least in the postseason, and now all of a sudden do you think the, the, the pendulum swings here? Um, it, it's, it's a really hard situation to figure out. But that said, I mean, I don't know if the difference is really this lopsided. Kenny, um, do you agree with how the Dodgers have gone about their pitching? I mean, you, you said it uh, about bullpens and baseball, and that, that's really that is the postseason now. But if there's a team that is built to maybe buck that a little bit, it would be the Dodgers. Walker Bueller, they traded for Max Scherzer. They have Julio Urias, who we're talking about. We'll go today. They're the team that could go the other way. They've been the other way. They've been aggressive. I know some of that was kind of uh, you know their pitching was all kind of out of whack as they used Scherzer in Game Five to get through the Giants. But have you agreed with how Dave Roberts has tried to get through the first, you know, leg of this series? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think anyone really agrees with that. I, I don't think that he has uh, has managed with, you know, a, a common sense. I, I don't think I would say, uh, you know, and, and look, that really just points to the first couple games of the series. You look at game two, um, really. I mean, I, I was 
I was kind of surprised that they didn't put Kenley Jansen in earlier. Uh, it looked like they wanted to have him go for an extended extended save. Um, you know, the same thing happened really in game. I mean, the, you can go back to the Braves, or excuse me, the, the series with the Giants. You can go back to uh, game one. I mean, I, I don't know if, if Dave Roberts is really willing to, uh, to, to put Kenley Jansen in the eighth. I don't also know, like, what he was doing, again, in that game five with Julio Urias, uh, not not coming into the game earlier, or or he he pulled him a little early as well. Like I I don't know if there's really uh, I think that they're overmanaging a little bit the Dodgers, and I just think that they need to, you know, they, I, I think that there's there's the tendency to get a little bit too cute with these bullpens, you know, putting in Tony Gonsolin for an out here. And look again, I know that it's October and we put starting pitchers in the bullpen, and you you, you do need to do that when necessary. I mean, I think Nate Evaldi last night was a good example of a time where tie game. The Red Sox anticipated the game going maybe another four or five innings. Need to go Valdi here. Like, I, I don't know if you need to be using Tony Gonsolin last night because you, I, I mean, they've shown that they want to have him, you know, throw three or four innings at the beginning of a game. So pitchers are creatures of habit. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen if you put Max Scherzer in the bullpen and then try to use him on two days rest? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if he was, he was obviously he won the game or, or, or pitched pretty well, but I don't know if he was quite as sharp as they would have liked. And that stuff has impacts. I mean, you know, the numbers say one thing, but there is a human element to this where it's starting pitchers are used to having their, their days of rest. They're, used to, they're creatures of habit and just mixing and matching, throwing them in the bullpen, throwing them in the starting rotation, I think can get tiring sometimes for them. And again, I'm, I'm just, I'm really interested to see how Orioles responds to that. I think that's going to be uh, a mystery. I really don't know if, if he's going to feel a little shaken after what happened, or if he's just going to look like the pitcher that he was in the second half, which was, I think the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, Kenny, one more before we flip it to the American League side. Charles Barkley. Uh, he guaranteed the Braves are going to win. Do we have to take a look at this in the handicap? It's uh, w- with a trailing 2-1, they're saying it's a coin flip. We're back to uh, minus 108 on both sides in the NLCS. If uh, are, are you interested in either side or, uh, or if forced? Is, is there a lean that you have there for the series price? Well, I, I certainly don't factor in Charles Barkley with my bets. I know that it's fun. Come on now. To, it's, <laughs> it's a fun narrative, but I, I've actually won. I think I won last post. I think I won last NBA playoffs betting with Charles Barkley because the overwhelming narrative. I have this. I have this. If you want to talk about uh, you know non-scientific thoughts, I always seem to fade the public narrative before a game. Anytime you see someone tweet. You know, uh, Braves by a million because some guy wore a, a great outfit to the game. I always bet the other side, <laughs> and it always wins. Um, but so I'm you believe in it too? Guy. You're just flipping it. No, no. I mean, of course, everyone everyone has their little quirks. But no, look, I think you know, looking at the series price here, I do think there is value on the Braves. I mean, this team has not slowed down at the plate. They had ten hits in in their game uh, to win. They had, I think, ten last night or twelve. It, it's Look, they're getting the bat on the ball. They're getting to this dodging, Dodgers pitching staff. And, you know, we saw a great offense in the Giants struggle against this Giants pitching – excuse me, against this Dodgers pitching staff because, well, it's one of the best in baseball. They had the best or second-best bullpen ERA in the second half. They have Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, and Julio Urias. And it's hard to hit these guys, and yet the Braves have done it. And, you know, I just think hitting translates no matter what ballpark they're going to be in. No matter what pitcher they're going to face, I mean, they've, they've faced the gauntlet at this point, the Braves. And every game, they've hit. So what it boils down to is their pitching. What's their pitching going to be able to do? 
I was I was disappointed in Charlie Morton last night, but I think when you look at this this series, the way it can shake out, I think you're going to get uh, another great start from Max Fried, and the, the Dodgers have a little bit of a fear of lefties. So I, I think that the Braves probably win at least one more game here. So what you're looking at is, okay, well, can Charlie Morton come back at the tail end of the series and pitch a good game? Um, you know, can they maybe get a surprising start out of Ian Anderson, which they did last postseason? Uh, or, you know, really just are the Dodgers going to throw Tony Gonsolin at the beginning of a game and, you know, and, and fall behind early and then the Braves bullpen just takes over and they, and they have sort of a patchwork bullpen, you know, throwing one of their back-end starters for a few innings. Likely in Anderson and just clinch the series. Like, I, I, so I think that the Braves here. There's, I, I, I think they're going to win the next three game. I really do, um, just because the way that they've hit. Again, no matter what pitcher is on the hill for the Dodgers, it, it's been Max Scherzer, it's been Walker Bueller, all these guys. They, they don't fear any of the pitchers. So I, I really think that it boils down to what, what can they get out of the starting pitcher in the other games that they play, and uh, we'll see. We don't even know who the starter is tonight. But I think that, yeah, I think that the Braves have a very good chance here, and I would not be – again, they have home field advantage, and they're, it's at a pick um, I, I think i got to take the Braves. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kenny, let's jump to the other series. Last night, the uh, Astros explode late. Laz Diaz gives the uh, gives Houston a little life with a strike three that wasn't. And now it's the Astros, the favorite in the series, minus 128. Red Sox plus 110. Yet tonight, for game five, the Red Sox are the favorite in the game. Uh, what's your feel on this series 2-2? Would you lean towards the Astros to win it, to have the next three back in Houston? Or do you think the Red Sox, with the way they've hit, are, are still a good play here? Yeah, I, I just – I don't really – I, I think that it's been sort of a flat offensive performance for the Astros in this entire series. And I know that they did just scored nine runs. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to score runs and Martin Perez is on the hill. Um, and again, you mentioned, you know, sort of the, 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 the strike three call that wasn't, I mean, it, it looked like it was certainly a strike to me. Um, that's a hard one not to call, but uh, look, I think the Astros have just been out hit all series and, you know, especially in game two and game three, the Red Sox have not let up. This was the first time that their offense had really been humbled, which I think was a big win, you know, for Zach Greinke, who had looked terrible really ever since his bout with COVID. But still looking at the series, I mean, the Astros come in here with a 771 OPS. You know, they have hit seven home runs, and that's, you know, kind of disappointing to hit seven home runs and be this trail, trail the, the Red Sox really in, in all offensive categories by this much. And I, I think that their bullpen is still a big, big concern I, we saw with Jake Odorizzi, 
we, we've seen with Phil Maton. Um, there's just a lot of guys here. And again, I mean, it was it was encouraging, right, to see in Game Four. Kendall Graveman came in; he was good. But that's that's a one game sample, Joe. And and when we're talking about you know the, the reasonings behind our bets, and we, we have to look at the larger sample, which is that the Astros had the you know exactly an average bullpen this season and a 4.07 ERA. They were 15th in the league. And they added three guys at the trade deadline that made no impact whatsoever. So they've had some good nights. You know, they had some good nights uh, last series as well. And the, the, the bottom line is the totality of this pitching staff or, or this bullpen, I guess, has just been bad. So I don't, I, I just don't trust these relievers. And on the same, on the other side of the coin, I just think that the, the, the Red Sox have proven that they're the better offense in this series. So it comes down to like. Do you trust Houston's pitching? I don't, especially not with Lance McCullers or without Lance McCullers. I mean, that is definitely the biggest factor in the series, not to have a good starting pitcher. Fran Valdez blew up at the beginning of the series. Uh, so did, you know, Luis Garcia. Like, both of these guys looked very bad in the first two games. And now you're going to go right back to them? Come on. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, 30 seconds. Anything Anything else that uh, you find interesting? The sale, K-Prop K is 4.5. Valdez, 3.5. Outs recorded for both guys is at 14.5. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little worried about sale tonight with the, with the decreased velocity. That is the one thing that really concerns me about the Red Sox. But I still think, again, they, they probably win. But I would take, I think I would take the, the over there just because the Red Sox are out of bullpen options and they might let him just roll through this start. And Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge. On the other side, we'll hit some NBA. What are our picks? Who are our picks to win the finals this year? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky O'Dilly, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.